verses 9 through 14. Give you a second to get there. Exodus chapter 14, verse 9 through verse 14. Still feel a few pages ruffling. (laughs) All right. Amen. Here we go. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them and camped by the sea besides Pahaparath before Bezaphon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt with thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us along, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Amen. And I want to minister to you. From this thought today, let the Lord fight your battles. Let the Lord fight your battles. Father, again, we exalt you. We thank you again today, God, for thy grace and your mercy, O God. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, give us wisdom and knowledge and insight today, O God. Enlighten us. Show us thy way, O God. Lead us in the plain paths today because of our enemies Oh, God, let us not be fearful when we leave this place, but let us be strong in the power and the might of you today. We exalt you, Lord, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. Let God fight your battles. One of the things about being a Christian is that most people does not understand the battle. Amen. They they have no clue really what this thing is really all about. They do not understand warfare. Amen. Warfare is designed to set those who are opposed uh, and captive free and at the same time to keep yourself free. Amen. We need to understand that being a Christian is just not a cakewalk. Amen. A lot of people think that I become a Christian is just not smoking, not drinking, not fornicating, not doing the things that the world do, not realizing 
the importance as warfare is designed to keep you alive. Amen. You have to understand those things are important to being a Christian. Don't get me wrong. You shouldn't smoke. You shouldn't drink. You shouldn't lie. You shouldn't cheat. You shouldn't fornicate. All these things are designed to keep you pure in the Lord. But at the same time, being a Christian, it means you're in a spiritual warfare. This thing is a life and death situation. This is why when you read the Word of God, you see throughout Scriptures, there's many battles taking place. And a lot of the things that you read and hear and see in the Word of God is God trying to enlighten you and bring you to an understanding that it's not a cakewalk. Amen. You're going to have to allow Him to lead you and to guide you and direct you in your life because it's a battle. This is why Paul tells you, amen, to follow my brethren, to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, to put on the whole armor of God that you are able to stand against the wiles of the devil because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness and this world, against spiritual wickedness and high places. He said, wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand uh, against the, in the evil times. Amen. Having your loins girded about with truth and having on the breastplates of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the five darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereto, amen, with all perseverance and for all saints. How many times have you heard that scripture? How many times have you read that scripture and your walk with God? What is it therefore? You know, somebody said when you see the word therefore, you need to realize what it's there for. You know, and so as a result of that, you need to realize there's a battle going on out there. Amen. Things that you can't see. Things that the enemy will try to destroy you with. And so, therefore, God is, is trying to help us to understand that in this life, we need to be prepared, amen, for the battles and the things that will come against us. If you don't prepare, you're asking yourself to lose. Amen. You've got to. That's why Paul quote that scripture. He said, look, you need to prepare yourself. You need to get dressed appropriate for the battle. When you became a Christian, you need to put on God's protection, amen, so you can defend yourself against the enemy of your soul. What you're seeing right now in the world, amen, in, the, in Hollywood and all these things it's doing and, and all the sexual innuendos and all the killing and all that, is Hollywood is really just showing you what the devil is doing. Amen. He's already, he's trying to reveal to you how the enemy is operating. All the killing and all the things you see taking place and all the evil that's being spewed out across the airways. It's the enemy's showing you his hand. God is revealing you the enemy's hand, and you have to prepare yourself for what is taking place, or else you're going to lose. 
It's war going on, folks. Uh, and so therefore, we have to be aware and we have to prepare ourselves or you're going to become a casualty. This is why so many people become Christians and then turn around and fall is they don't prepare. The longer you've been in the church, amen, the more prepared you should know and be ready for the enemy of your soul. Amen. Older soldiers are designed to train the younger soldiers. Amen. You've got to root yourself and get down into this thing. There are many things that I hear that people talk about on a daily basis. Things that are are, are facing and fighting. Things like fear and, and anxiety and panic attacks and sicknesses and lust and pride and pornography and all these things, greed, immorality, loneliness uh, and tiredness and despondency and perverseness, uh, all these things are the enemies coming after you and as a result you're facing these things and God is exposing your enemy to you so he can help you to prepare, amen. And that's why you've got to get the Word of God. This is why Paul says, Take in you the whole armor. Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereto. God will show you you've got to keep your eyes on the Lord, or else you're going to fall into a trap. You're going to fall into a snare. You're going to fall into a pit. If you don't keep your eyes on him, he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him because you trust in him. These are attacks from your enemy. Amen. It's designed to destroy you. It's designed, designed to plague you. Daniel says in 725, he's going to speak great words against the Most High and try to wear out the saints of the Most High. The enemy is bombarding you across the airwaves in every way, amen, with everything he has to trouble you, to, to get your focus off God. He wants to pull you and draw you away. This is why you've got to stay on guard. You've got to keep your focus. You've got to keep your mind stayed upon him and not allow yourself to be drawn away from the truth of God's word. Amen. God will fight for you. And so God expose your enemy to you so that you can defeat him and be aware of him. Amen. None of you should ever fall into the traps of the devil because exposed. You've got to realize this. And you've got to prepare yourself. No soldier, Paul says, warreth and tingle himself with the affairs of this life that he might prove him or please him who's chosen him to be a soldier. God will fight your battles, so let him fight them. Amen. You're no match for the enemy. Amen. You have got to allow the power that he's given you to work in you. Amen. The Holy Ghost is designed to enlighten you, to show you 
things that is not like God so you don't walk into the enemy's trap. Amen. It gives you the power to, of wisdom and knowledge and understanding so you don't go down the wrong road. Amen. You've got to use it for what it's given for. Amen. God exposes your enemy to you and so you have to use the wisdom that he's given you so you don't walk right back into his trap. This is why Paul told the children of the church of Galatians, Galatians 5, 1. He says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherein Christ has made you free, and be not entangled again with the yokes of bondage. If God has brought you out of it, amen, you don't want to go right back in there. You want to be aware of where you were, what God delivered you from, and what he has brought you out of, so you don't go back. The children of Israel wanted to go back to the old ways uh, and the things that God had delivered them from. Amen. They was afraid. Amen. And this is what the enemy tries to do to you. He, he bombards the airways and things in your life to try to inflict fear in you to make you think God is not there with you so you'll come back uh, to that way so he can destroy you. As Jesus said, the thief comes not but for the steal to kill and to destroy. Amen. So you've got to allow the Spirit of God to be with you, to guide you, to direct you in all that he does for you. God is, is giving you exceeding precious promises. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. When Joshua came to Jericho, the Bible says, and it came to pass, when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and looked, uh, and behold, there stood a man against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? And he says, Nay, but as the captain of the host of the Lord am I now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord and to his servants. And the captain of the Lord of hosts said to Joshua, Loose thy shoes from off thy foot, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Joshua 5, 13 through 15. Amen. Notice Joshua gets a vision. He sees a man standing with his sword drawn, and Joshua says, Are you for our enemies or are you for us? And he says, No, I'm the captain of the Lord of hosts. Amen. I am come. God has never going to send you to do anything that he's not going to go with you. He has given them promises. I won't leave you. I will not forsake you. God will fight your battles for you. You just have to let him. You just have to walk and keep going straight. As he said in Zechariah 4.6, it is not my power nor my might, but it's by my spirit. Let the Lord of hosts. Amen. God's Spirit will be with you. This is why He takes up residence in you, to enlighten you, to encourage you, so that you will not be afraid of what He sends you to do. Amen. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. So don't fear. Fear not, little flock. It's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. You've got to let God fight your battles for you. He can defeat your enemies at the spoken of the word. We see through scripture, God destroyed more enemies with hailstones 
amen, than anything else. Amen. He knows what you're going to face. So you just have to, as Paul Peter says, cast all your cares upon the Lord because he careth for you. When Gideon, amen, was chosen by God to deliver the children of Israel out of the hands of the Midianites, amen, Gideon tried to do it his own way. First, he got 32,000 people. God says, Gideon, that's too many. He says, tomorrow go out there, and when you get them in formation, he says, everyone that's afraid, go home. And the first day, 22,000 of them walked and went home because they was afraid. And then God says, bring the rest down, amen, to the water, and everyone that laps like a dog, you put him over here, and everyone that, that gets on his knees and drink, you put him over there. When it was all said and done, out of those 22,000 that was left, I mean 10,000 that was left, amen, he only had 300 left that left like a dog. And God said, with this 300, will I deliver your enemies into your hands. See, God says, I will do it. I'm going to give you the way to do it. Because if I let you do it your way, you're going to say, I did it. See, this is why you need to let God fight your battles, amen, so that he will receive the glory. I will not share my glory with another, neither my praises with graven images. We need to let God fight. The Bible says he'll work if you let him, amen. You need to cast it upon him and allow him to fight for you. Moses says in Exodus 15:3 that God is a man of war and God will fight, amen. He knows the battlefield. He knows the situation. He knows your enemies. There's nothing that the enemy has that God cannot defeat. Amen. With the spoken word, he can turn it to flight. Amen. When you look at Revelation 19, 11 through 16, John writes, And I saw the heavens open, and behold, a white horse. And he that is upon him was called what? Faithful and true. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his heads were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself, and he was clothed with vesture, dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, and with it shall smite the nations. And he shall roll with the rod of iron and tread upon the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thighs a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. If you notice in that passage, John never mentions the name Jesus Christ because he don't feel the need when you read the book of Revelation. You see, the book of Revelation is a book of prophecy. And if you're not a prophet, you're not going to understand it. You need to understand, amen, that God's word is designed for a purpose in a time. So many people have tried to figure out the 
the book of Revelation, when John gives you the answer right up front, at the onset, he tells you, it's a revelation of Jesus Christ. So all you need to understand when you read the book of Revelation is it's all about Jesus Christ and his victories and how he will destroy the enemy, amen, and how we're going to reign with him forever and ever. Just trust him. John says his name is called Faithful and True. He's a faithful God. He's a true God. He cannot lie, amen, when he made promise to Abraham because he could swear by no greater. He swore by himself and surely bless and I'll bless you and multiply and I'll multiply you. God is faithful. You can take what he says to the bank. Let him fight your battles for you. He's got on a vesture and is dipped in blood to show you because in the olden days what happens every time the, the enemies fought a battle and they won, they took their enemy's blood and they put it on their girdle or on their cape. Amen. To show the battles. Kind of like the military. When you look at the U.S. Army flag, they got all these screamers that's on that flag. Every one of those screamers represents a campaign that they have fought their enemies against. Amen. And as a result, it shows the victories that they have won. Amen. And this is what God's cape is. His dipped in blood of his enemies. Amen. Why don't you let him dip it in the blood of your enemies? Praise God. Notice, in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes as a flame of fire and on his head are many crowns. And he has a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the light was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 6, he says, in the last days, Jesus is going to show you who is the only great and mighty potentate, the Lord of Lords and the King of all kings. Amen. He is the great I am, the way, the truth, the life, and the door. He is the one that can do all things. He is able to do, Paul says, exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. There's no folk that can defeat him when we're walking side by side. Amen. Cast your cares upon the Lord, for he cared for you. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions uh, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall harm you. Isaiah says in Isaiah 54, 17, there is no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rise against you in judgment you shall condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, for their righteousness is of me. When is the last time you checked your heritage? Remember a few weeks ago I told you, don't despise your birthright. You've got some power that you probably haven't even tapped. 
You're trying to defeat your enemy yourself. Then letting God do it for you. What does David says? When I'm overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's so much higher than I. Amen. There's no weapon formed. That means it's already there. It's formed already. But notice what he says. Shall prosper. That's why Micah says, Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. For when I fall, I shall arise. And when I set in darkness, the Lord will be a light unto me. Amen. I need, you need to understand whose side you're on. You need to understand the captain of the host is Jesus. He, we're following in his footsteps. Amen. He will fight for you. No weapon. As Moses told the children of Israel, he said, stand still. Don't you fear. Don't you tremble. Don't you be afraid. Amen. When it seems like his in you. Amen. He says, God will fight for you. He says, those people you see coming behind you today, he says, you'll never see them again forever because God will fight for you. Amen. I don't know what your enemy is. I don't know what you're facing, but I come to tell you, if you want to get rid of it, let God fight it for you. Cast it to him. Let him know that it's no, you can't handle it and let him take care of it for you. Amen. We're going to understand this thing better by and by. For God has not given you the spirit of fear, Paul says. He's given you power. He's given you love. He's given you a sound mind. Amen. You're not dumb. You're not crazy. The enemy just wants you to think you are. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. So Paul says, God has not given you the spirit of fear, so guess where it's coming from? Let me try that again. (laughs) If it didn't come from God, guess where it's coming from? It's coming from the enemy. Your enemy. Amen. And so therefore, every time you start fearing, you need to realize That is coming from the enemies. So you need to prepare yourself against fear. Amen. And the way you do that is you build yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Keeping yourself in the love of God. James says you believe there's one God. The devil also believes in his trouble. Maybe the enemy is getting you fearful because you are not believing enough in God. You're not displaying enough of God. Hello. Paul goes on and says, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimonies of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner. But be thou partakers of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God. First, 2 Timothy 1, 7 through 9. Notice, be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel. Of the power according to the power of God. The Psalms says 34 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous. The Lord what? Delivered them out of them all. Amen. You need some battle wounds. <laughs> if you battle wounds is good for you. You know what it does? It stops you from being afraid. 
stopping you from not being the is stopping you from not facing your enemies. Amen. You ever notice some soldiers are excited about going to war? Usually you check, they might have a couple of purple hearts. Because they know what it feels like. They know what they've already experienced it. Amen. The more the more battles you fight, you're ready. You know what to expect. You know what it feels like. You know what it sounds like. And so when it comes, you're not afraid. Amen. You're ready for it. Amen. So don't be afraid to accept some afflictions that comes with the gospel. The apostles was beaten. They was bruised. Think about it. They was cast into prison. They was cast into jail. They was stoned. They was sown as under. Read Hebrews 11. Amen. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, destituted, tormented, and affliction of whom the world was not worthy. Amen. But what happened? Amen. They endured hardness. Amen. They accepted looking for a better resurrection. Amen. There's no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. So stop fearing the enemy. Stop fearing the noise that is coming against you. Amen. But stand strong in the Lord. Isaiah goes on in 59, 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. We know the word standard usually relates to a flag. Amen. And most people think it means a flag. Amen. But what that word is saying that when the enemy shall come in like a flood, then God will lift up a standard. In other words, God will put him to flight. God will make him get out of town. God will come riding in like a captain upon his horse with a mighty host to run him out of town. Amen. So when he comes in strong. All you've got to do is call your Father which is in heaven. Amen. Call upon me in the times of trouble and I will hear you and deliver you and you will glorify my name. This is why Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles 20 when it was told him that Ammon and Moab was coming out against him. He went to the Lord and he says, God we don't have the might. We don't have the power to fight against them, but our eyes upon you. And the Lord said to him, the battle is not yours, it is the Lord's. And so with that, Jehoshaphat put the choir out front, and they began to sing praises, and they began to say, praise the Lord for his mercy, and do it forever. Why? Because whosoever praise glorifieth me, and to him that all his conversation aright, will I show you the salvation of God. So when your enemies is coming against you, just start praising God. Just begin to magnify His name. Just to begin to exalt Him. Sing unto the Lord a new song. It is not time to sing gloom, despair, and agony on me. Deep, dark, depression, excessive misery. If it wasn't for bad luck, I have no luck at all. Gloom, despair, and agony on me. No. It is time to lift up the name of Jesus. It is time to sing of the joy since he came and tell of his story. I got a God who with his enemies, angels watches over me. I got a God
Lord with my enemies, angels, put my enemies beneath my feet. I got a God who's with me when I'm sick and when I'm feeling well. I got a God and he never fails. Amen. His name is Jesus. Praise God. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, he'll lift up his standard. He'll make noise just like he did for, for those four lepers. You remember those four lepers? They said, man, why are we going to sit here until we die? When they made a move, God made a move. God made some noise. And those Syrians got out of town as quickly as possible. I come to tell you, if you just start magnifying your dad, amen, you just start glorifying your father, the enemies you fight, you're trying to fight them on your own. You can't beat the enemy, the devil. Amen. Let God do it. He says, he told you, I says, he says, man, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Throw him down. Let him throw him down again. <laughs> throw him down seven times. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. We got to realize who's on our side. Notice what Moses told the children of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 1 through 4. He says, when thou goes to battle against thine enemies, and you see horses and chariots and people more than thou. He says, be not afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be, when you are come nigh to the battle, that the priest shall approach and speak to the people, amen, and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel. You reproach this day to the battle against your enemies. Let not your heart faint. Fear not. Do not tremble. Neither be terrified because of them. Why? For the Lord your God is, is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. Look at that. He says, look, when you go to fight. You see all the horses, all the chariots, all the people, all the screaming start taking place. Because in those days, that's what they did when they had a whole lot. They would shout, they beat the shields against each other. Yeah! Yeah! They make all kinds of noise. To do what? Terrify their opponents. And so Moses said, look, when you see all that, he says, don't you be afraid. Don't be terrified. Don't be faint-hearted. He says, because the same God that brought you out of Egypt is going to fight for you. See? So the same God that has brought us out is with us. He's going to fight for us. And so you don't have to worry. Amen. No matter how big the problem might seem, it ain't going to overwhelm you. It ain't going to overcome you. Just cast it on the Lord, for he careth. For you, this is why David said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 
The Lord is the strength of my life, and whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fall. He said, though a host encamp against me, and this I will not fear. Though war rise against me, and this I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he will hide me in his pavilion, and the secret of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me on a rock, and my head will be high about my enemies round about me. Therefore, without in his tabernacle the sacrifices of joy, I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear me, O God, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy and forsake me not. When you say, seek you my face, my heart said not face, Lord, will I seek after. Hide not thy face from me, nor put thy servant away in secret. Amen. Because you've been my help, leave me not, nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will pick me up. Amen. He says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Why? Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. God is my refuge and God is my strength. He's a very present help in the times of trouble. Therefore will we not fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled. Though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Selah, there's a River, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. He shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early, the heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah, come. Behold the works of the Lord. What desolation he have made in the earth. He makes wars to cease unto the ends of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear as, as under. He burned the chariots in fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Amen. God is our refuge. And God is our strength. Run unto him. Amen. Come unto me, all ye that are weary and have heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. Amen. Let God fight your battles. You don't have to fight. Amen. He'll do it for you. <clears throat> no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. For this is your inheritance. Amen. Don't forget your birthright. <laughs> don't forget what is yours. Amen. He didn't bring you out to leave you. Amen. 
He brought you into the most powerful force there is. Amen. Nothing can defeat a child of God. Amen. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Amen. We need to allow God. Amen. Praise God. Jesus, we exalt you, Lord, right now, God. Lord, we magnify you again this morning, O Lord. You alone are worthy, O God, today, Jesus. Amen. Lord, I praise you right now. O God, have mercy upon us. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You're here this morning. Amen. If you've got any battles you've been facing, if you've got any battles that you've been fighting, I want you to come and I want you to cast it on the Lord. I want you to bring it and lay it on the altar. Amen. And leave it to the Lord. Amen. And when you go out these doors today, amen, go out uh, excited that God is with you and that God is going to fight your battles for you. Amen. And he's going to be with you. And every time you face a situation in your life, amen, that when that old fear bug try to come back into your life and try to put fear upon you and you start feeling a little faint hearted or you feel like you want to tremble. I want you to just realize this message today and realize that God is on your side and just begin to lift up your voice and begin to sing a song of praise unto him. Amen. And and realize that you're covered by his blood. Amen. And you're walking by faith and living in love. Amen. Nothing can defeat you. Nothing can bring you down but you. But in Christ, we live, we move, we have our beings. Amen. You can lift your hands. You can praise him. You can be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Don't let the enemy deceive you. Don't let him think you can't win. Amen. God is greater. Amen. We just need to give God the glory. Remember that song? And he will give you the victory. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. These altars are open. Amen. You, whatever you're facing today. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Your word.